What does every parent wish for their children? Happiness and success, right? Well, recent college admission scandal demonstrated how desperate parents really are for their children to experience that second attribute, success. Faking resumes, paying large amounts of money to decision makers at colleges to get their kids in, paying to have SATs taken for their children. These parents must have known this was all cheating and was wrong, but they did it anyway. Why? To make their children look smarter on their resumes and move them closer to success. That's why. Turns out there are non-cheating ways to boost your children's IQ and their ultimate chances at life success. And I'm about to tell you how to achieve this the natural way, the old-fashioned way. Welcome to Portable Practical Pediatrics, a podcast for parents and families, a place dedicated to children and their well-being. And now, direct from Studio 1E in Charlotte, North Carolina, here's your host, Dr. Paul Smolin. First, we're going to take a quick spin down Science Drive to review what we know about successful people and their IQs. Now, psychologists have determined that there is a strong correlation between measured IQ and income. The higher the measured IQ, the higher a person's income is likely to be on average. According to the Harvard Business Review, A child having a high IQ predicts their adult success in income production when it's combined with good social skills and a strong drive and determination. Now, said another way, high ability combined with people skills and a strong work ethic is the formula for a child to have income success in the adult working world. But what factors go into a child's IQ? Are children with high IQs just lucky that they got high IQ genes from their parents? Or is there more to it than that? Psychologists and scientists have been pondering that question for a very long time. It turns out that having high IQ genes is a great advantage, but not the whole story. Environmental influences, the way a child is raised, has a strong influence on a child's intelligence. How much influence, you're wondering? Well, actually... A lot. Less than genes, but a strong influence nonetheless. What a child becomes, their success in life, so to speak, seems to be the sum of his or her genes and the child's environmental experiences. Classic nature versus nurture. How your child will ultimately fare in life depends on a complex mixture of literally thousands of factors, each that can have either a positive or a negative effect. For instance, we know that Good maternal, prenatal nutrition, having an infancy that is secure and nurtured, establishing a very close, trusting relationship with one's mother, being breastfed early in life, and having an environment rich with interactive language are all factors that increase intelligence in a child. On the other hand, having exposure to prenatal toxins like alcohol, having one's mother consume a poor diet, being born into a family with economic and or social stresses, or being raised in a household lacking in rich language are all factors that impair a child's intelligence. Complicated, right? Well, since parents really only have control over the environmental factors, 
that affect their children's intelligence. Let's concentrate our attention and energies there, shall we? So the question that we are asking is, can you make your children smarter? Well, to answer this question, we need to consider both things that parents can do and not do that influence their children's lot in life. First, things parents can do to increase their child's IQ. While this is by no means an all-inclusive list that I'm about to give you, it is a good starting point for parents to begin. Consuming fish that are rich in omega-3 fat sources regularly and other foods that have omega-3s like nuts and flaxseed and wild rice. A diet rich in these foods is associated with higher IQ in children, and that's thought to be causative, not simply an association. Next, doing everything possible to breastfeed your children early in life, especially for the first six months of their lives, also correlates with a boost in IQ, and is thought to be causative as well. Maximizing sleep specifically the REM sleep for your children by making adequate amount and quality of sleep a priority for your children. The REM sleep has been shown to consolidate their memory and sharpen their minds. They actually get smarter through sleep. Making sure that your children get regular physical exercise. All that running, sweating, and screaming has been shown to improve their executive functioning, which is another way of saying that the exercise will improve your child's judgment and impulse control. Reading to them and talking to your children is absolutely fundamental way to improve your child's vocabulary, imaginations, and ability to master critical thinking. The gold standard is to have them hear 2,500 words per hour minimum. And that's interactive kind of language, not sitting in front of a TV. Sounds like a lot, but it's actually easy to do. The critical factor is that it is not actual language, but the interactive nature of the language. Putting them in front of a television or an educational video is nearly as good as them being able to interact with you. Providing a safe place for your child to explore and learn. Play is your child's basic way of learning, and they can only do that effectively if they feel safe and secure. We have learned this from the ACE studies, those are the Accumulated Childhood Experience Studies. Uh, And links to this, if you're not familiar with this, are in my uh, show notes. So take a few minutes and explore those. And finally, teaching your children to persevere by praising their effort, not their achievement, even when they fail at something, is critical. In other words, encourage and reward hard work, not achievement, and allow them to learn from their failures. Failure is a great teacher. Do not shield them from it, especially when they're young. Okay, now for the things that parents need to avoid in their children that may lower their children's IQ. First, by not allowing mom prenatally or your child after birth to consume a poor quality diet. Specifically, that's a diet deficient in essential nutrients and high in processed unhealthy foods. Next, by taking great care not to expose mom or baby to heavy metals like lead or mercury, as well as other neurotoxins like insecticides and pesticides. Here's 
where going organic and non-GMO with your purchases might really help, especially when your children are very young. By doing this, you are avoiding their exposure to a lot of unnatural chemicals. Next, by doing everything possible to not expose your children to an unhealthy emotional environment, the so-called high ACE households. Being raised in this kind of emotionally tumultuous household can have devastating long-term effects on a child, potentially damaging their ability to learn. By not allowing your children to get sufficient and healthy sleep, in today's world this is easily done by allowing your children to have TV or other screens in their room, by allowing them to fall asleep in front of a TV or anywhere other than their bed in the house, by overstimulating them near bedtime like so many video games do, or by not structuring their bedtime and enforcing a regular predictable bedtime, by not using praise properly, by not having a household devoid of books. you got to have books in the house. It's that language by failing to talk to your children a lot, especially when they're under two years of age, and by failing to provide your children with enough physical activity. So let's sum it all up. Remember what those Harvard business experts are looking for in their employees? The traits that predict a superstar employee, high IQ, high ability in other words, and good social skills along with a strong desire to achieve. That's the formula. Life success needs all three of these traits, but starting life with an agile brain, one that has a high IQ, is a great place to start. And as you just saw, there are definitely things you can do to maximize your children's brain power. Are you providing your children with as much of the good stuff and avoiding the bad stuff as you can? Go over those lists we just talked about. They're in the show notes. So there's no excuse not to be able to go over these things and dot your I's and cross your T's. Make sure you have as many of the bases covered as you can. A little course correction when they're young can pay big dividends for them for the rest of their lives. Well, if you're new to Portable Practical Pediatrics and enjoy the content that I'm providing, consider taking a moment to subscribe on my website at www.docsmo.com. If you do, I will not only notify you by email of each new episode that I post, but I will send you what I call a deliverable, information and checklist of things that will help make you one of the best informed parents in the room, and I'm going to do that totally free. I promise to never give or use your email address for any marketing purposes. Your time is way too valuable for that. It's just between me and you. And if you find the information and discussion you hear on this site valuable, also consider sharing episodes with family and friends. I feel very confident that they will thank you. Well, this is Dr. Paul Smolin, Doxmo, hoping all of your little lima beans will eventually become super keen. Until next time. I would like to thank the following people for their assistance in the production of this podcast. Dr. David Jaffe, the voice of the introduction. Robert Beezer, the composer-arranger of the intro music. Anne Gesner, my wonderful content editor. Benjamin Smolin and Jerome Moof, the talented musicians who produced this delightful theme music. 
Sarah Smolin and Nathaniel Horlick for their digital wizardry, and Wendy Smolin Esquire and Seth, the Rocket Man Barrister Jaffe, for their inspirational guidance. Thanks, guys. By listening to this podcast, you agree to all of the terms and conditions found at the docsmo.com website. This docsmo.com podcast is informational only. Dr. Smolin does not diagnose, treat, or offer specific medical advice for your child. For specific medical advice regarding your child, consult his or her health care provider.